what is going on guys this is the motorcycle dad with tito it is thursday when i'm recording this so i hope everybody's having a fantastic week the weekend is almost upon us uh i can actually use a, a little bit of normal weekend myself but uh overall things are going good guys things are going good the holiday season uh it's always one of my favorite times of year anyways just because it's a lot of with family and friends i love spending time with family and friends and uh, I think everybody does, especially the motorcycle community. So we're going to talk about in this first segment. I got some, uh, some recall news to go over by a couple of manufacturers. All right. Somebody's fucking up over there. Uh, I got some. I got a new cell phone mount. I want to talk about it. And it's because I broke one. So whoopsie. Uh, I'm going to talk about the Diesel Brothers, how they come into the motorcycle world well, or the power sports industry. We'll see how. Okay. And then in the first segment, we're going to talk about this new motorcycle that I'm really excited about. Sorry if the last couple of episodes have been a little dull, but uh, finally some news came out that got me excited. So I hope you guys enjoy this as much as I do. But let's get to business, okay, with the recalls. So there's two companies that have issued recalls within the past you know, a few days. That has been Ducati. Ducati and Triumph. Okay. So the Ducati uh, recall is for a kickstand on 2018 Multistrada 1260, 1260S. Okay. And the Pikes Peak motorcycles. So if you got a Multistrada, it's a 2018, go ahead and get in contact with your dealer. Make sure you have the VIN ready for them so that way they can pull it up. Um, they're looking at basically the side stand can fucking break because apparently it's made out of Chinese pot metal or something old Soviet pot metal. Uh, Ducati will notify the owners that are affected by this campaign and they are set to start the campaign January 2nd, which means this guys for the, the ignorant ones that don't know what this means for guys in the power sports industry. You know what this means? This means they will start shipping. Hopefully if they have the parts available, they will start shipping them on January 2nd. Okay. There we go. Um, your best bet, if you doubt, if you haven't been notified by Ducati yet and you doubt or you want to question or you want to find out whether your unit has been affected, call your local dealer. If your local dealer sucks, call another fucking Ducati dealer, have them run your VIN and they will be able to tell you. Now, also, it should be on the National Highway uh, Safety Training NHS, that one with the recalls. You're supposed to be able to go in there and punch your VIN in and it should, you know, it's a national campaign, so it should pop up. I apologize for not knowing that off the top of my head, but I'd rather just keep the flow going than try to look it up right now on my computer and sound like a fucking moron because I already sound like a moron. So it's okay. I've accepted it. Now, the next one we're going to talk about, that's the one with Ducati. Basically, the kickstands are breaking and that sucks because if you have a 800, 700, however many pound bike fall on you because kickstand breaks, you're going to have a bad day. That's just a bad day. I don't want you guys to have a bad day. So if you got a 2018 Multistrada, make sure you have your VIN check. Check your shit. Next up, Triumph 2019 Speed Triple RS. The Quick Shifter Assembly may contact the gear change linkage and interfere with gear changes and could result in a missed gear or false neutral. Which can also affect you if, you know, you ain't got no power. 
you try and get out the way or somebody's behind you and they're going, yeah, okay, you're, you're just going to have a bad day. So anybody out there with a 2019 Speed Triple RS, same thing. Get in touch with your local Triumph dealer. Have them run your VIN. Now, the way Triumph works, and I can tell you this from experience because I was a Triumph, I worked at a Triumph dealer. You know, I was a director for them for service. So I know they have to punch your VIN in the system and open up a campaign for your VIN directly before the parts get shipped because they just don't auto ship the parts. So keep in mind, if you're like, oh, not a big deal for one, it's got to do with shifting. So dumbass, go get your shit checked there. You that's first off. And second, they cannot get the parts until if I can mute this, that interrupts it. They cannot get the parts until they punch the VIN in the system and process it through TOL, Triumph Online. They can't do it. Won't happen. So that being said, make sure you get in touch with your dealer, give them your VIN. They'll verify whether it's due for a campaign or not and go ahead and get a process. Now, another thing is if you decide to like, hey, I fixed it on my own. I don't need their shit. Well, this is another problem you're going to have. Your bike is still covered under warranty. And if you try to get any other item covered under warranty, it will not process. It will stop it dead in its tracks because they're like, hey, it's got this campaign open. We can't even, we don't even want to look at this new problem until you solve the recall, the recall service bulletin, whatever those items are. So that being said, if you're thinking like, ah, it doesn't affect me or I don't give a fuck right now. Think again, it can affect you in the future. Two years is a long time for a warranty, guys. So, you know, you're just screwing yourself. So just go ahead and at least run it to your dealer, get it taken care of, especially something that's a shifting issue. That's pretty, that's a pretty big safety issue, guys. Don't play around with that. So now I'm gonna speak a little bit a little bit of truth on the on the speed triple. I would never get a speed triple because I think the amount of performance you're getting for your money, I'd rather get by MT. MT10, MT09 for maybe three, four thousand dollars less. And I feel like I'm getting a little bit more. Oh, it's got a quick shifter. I can get one of those for a couple hundred bucks and throw in there. It's not worth the two, three G's extra. Sorry, just not. So that's the struggle they have with the speed triple, anyways. Yeah, it's just a bulky fucking monster of a bike. And for the price point, you can go and get something else. Even the beamer's better than that. I'll say it. I said it. And I'm talking about the S1000 single R in comparison. Okay. The single R is the, the more street fighter looking one. So that's what I'm going to say on that. I'll leave it as that. Now, recall is expected to begin December 2019, which means it's already started. But like I said, guys, holiday times and such, I kind of explained to you guys already how their part system works. It's kind of shit. So take some initial fortitude and go ahead and intentional fortitude i think it is i said that shit wrong okay intentional fortitude and go ahead and get in contact with your dealer and stay on top of them because sometimes what will happen is the parts going back order so it's not their fault but you get lost in a day-to-day just stay on top of these guys okay so this is bringing me to the new exciting the new excitement the new hotness the new 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 there's this motorcycle it's called the damon halo okay now sound and it's funny because you know I'm, i've been talking about damon from legal runner so long. it's funny hey david you got a bike named after you brother i hope you know that uh now their mission this motorcycle company's mission is to cause a paradigm shift for safer smarter motorcycling okay i am super excited about this since i saw it last night i was so excited about this that as soon as i saw it while i was doing my research for the podcast and reading 
I took the advice and I went ahead and I, I, I registered for a test ride for this bike, you know, cause you got to apply online. Now I'll tell you why this bike is so amazing. Okay. And I haven't even seen all the factory specs on it yet, but why for one is chain driven, which is pretty cool. So they're staying true to the roots, but it's really the technology that's going into this. Okay. So there's a lot of motorcycle companies have been looking at applying some of the car technology into the power sport size, BMW being one of those. And I saw that firsthand with the self-driving GS. That's right, self-driving GS. But these guys have managed, their almighty wisdom, small startup, have managed to apply it in a motorcycle and it's already out. It's ready to go. They're going to avail it at CES and it's going to be pretty exciting. So basically what this motorcycle is, they're using 360 all right, radar technology around it to basically pick up on traffic, pick up on any like uh, obstructions, any uh, anything, pretty much any shit that's trying to fucking kill you that normally tries to kill us, like car doors opening when you're riding in the city or somebody just cutting you off. Well, they found this statistically, and you know any of you riding coaches out there, anybody that has a little bit more knowledge of the numbers, please tell you know correct me by all means. That at least. 40% of the accidents, the rider never even reacted when you're involved in a, in a, in a vehicle accident, on a, on a collision, on a motorcycle, that, that the rider didn't even react, which means they didn't just think, because, I mean, everything happens so fast, especially when you're on a motorcycle, when you're on two wheels. You didn't have time to react, or you just didn't react. You're like, holy shit. You know, they have one of those oh shit moments. Well, didn't even hit the brakes or anything. Now, what they've done is they've applied this 360 radar technology around the motorcycle so you feel what happens when i mean by feel they have indicators awareness so your grip vibrates if you have a like a say somebody's coming at you from the right or coming out in front of you or something along those lines your right grip will vibrate if the obstruction or the obstacle or the danger is coming from the left hand side guess what your left grip vibrates also it has these things in the windscreen to which you have visual cues. So you got an orange light on one side, orange light on another side. And there's some other funky details along. I think there's another one where white strobes or something. Now the instrument cluster, now I've always talked shit about, you know, the big TFT displays and stuff like that. But this has a purpose. It's not just to look fucking pretty. It actually has a rear view camera. So while you have all your other stuff on your display, like your speed, any sensor, you know, fucking obstacles or anything like that, it is also giving you a live, visual of vehicles approaching from the rear basically you have a rear view mirror now into you and built into your screen into your tft display which is crazy because also while you're sitting in a stoplight which they say like 10 percent of uh accidents involving motorcycles or you know they're hit from the rear it'll give you an alert because not only will you be able to look down and see the car coming but it'll shoot an alert to your grips for you to move or do whatever it is you got to do give you an alert so you have time to get out of this now, just on this premise alone, I'm like, holy shit, sold. Like, the fucking technology and how it's applied. And I know a lot of you guys, motorcyclists, like like old school, I remember the way I used to be with ABS. Well, ABS is for pussies. Fuck that. You must be a little bitch if you need ABS. But I can tell you within the past five to ten years when it's more of a common thing, especially even on cruisers and Harleys now, I can count on all my fingers and toes and surpass that to how many people have told me the ABS and anti braking system on a motorcycle has saved their lives, okay? Guys, we got to embrace this fucking technology. The future's now, old man. 
well, yeah, the future's now, old man, but at the same time, you're talking about anything that's going to give us the upper hand against the cagers or against the, you know, cars out there and make us arrive alive, survive the ride and all that good shit. I'm going to embrace it, even if it's in electric. Like, I know, like, Jesse James has been hating on electric bikes lately and this and the other. But look, man, you can't stop progress. None of us can. Good luck. Nobody has been able to. So <laughs> there you go in a nutshell. It's like embrace it. Now, I'm excited. I hope I get picked for this. Uh. For, for this test ride because I'd really like it and I think it'd be fucking awesome now another thing hold on there's more but wait there's more uh 360 advanced warning system for motorcycles is constantly scanning for threats man now hold on this is the biggest thing for me it has this thing where it goes from commuter to sport to touring mode with the press of a button there's no rider road or situation is ever the same guys the handlebars when you're going from commuter to sport mode, the handlebars automatically go down and the rear sets automatically like adjust back. And this is while you're riding. You could be riding and this is happening. Everything shifts. So when you go into sport mode, you're put into a more aggressive stance on the motorcycle with the press of a button. Then you go to sport mode or you go back to commuter mode and everything like relaxes a little bit in the touring mode, I don't know exactly. It doesn't show it in the video exactly what, you know, where, what positions are what. But it just shows the rear sets and the freaking handlebars adjusting. And I think the windscreen comes up too, but I can't really tell from the video. Now, the more you ride, the safer you get. Okay. Now, what happens is it collects the data from all these riders into the cloud okay because this is going to be 5g capable so what it does is it takes the information from thousands of riders so whoever is riding this motorcycle it's constantly collecting data okay and the software that they're using now i want to say it's ai but i'm not 100 sure because i really need to get into the press package a little bit more but i was just way too excited to not record this uh, but basically, it takes all the data and it makes updates and enhances the capability of your sensors. So after like, you know, say you've been riding this thing for 2000 miles, it'll take all the data from those 2000 miles from your bike and everyone else's bikes to say that, OK, hey, look, when all these occurrences, these are the ones that are actual dangers. These are the ones that are bullshit. And then adjust the software and how it warns you accordingly. So, you know, say that. For right now, the parameters of the software doesn't really recognize, you know, people say, you know, when you're in that right lane and you're in the city, somebody opens up a car door, you know, right now it may not, you know, pick up on the full readings of the full, you know, full measurements on how fast you open the door, how far the door comes out to assess the threat and all that shit. But after 2000 miles, it collects the data and say you have like maybe a thousand open car doors, it compiles that data and changes the warning system and adapts it. So that way you're safer and it'll pick up on that. So next time when it gets updated, your software on the bike, it now picks up opening car doors or stuff like that. It, it measures all that shit. It's crazy. They used a Yamaha when they were testing because this is what they did. They tested their systems, their sensors, their systems, their warning notification system. They tested all this stuff first and then just put it into the platform. 
meaning they put it into the motorcycle specifically that they wanted, which is the one they designed. And most of these guys I'm looking, you know, a couple of them, they're engineers, they're, uh, these guys are been in the automotive industry. It doesn't say very much about the power sports industry wise, but they got a bunch of tech guys working for them. And they're claiming the, this is the motorcycle of the future. And quite frankly, I'm thinking this is the precipice. This is the, the that, that last little oomph to help put push electric motorcycle technology over the edge is really is because you know the electric just wasn't enough but you got to offer something a little bit more and this is what i think is it's it's that little bit more because that is one of the biggest burdens buying a motorcycle and having to make an adapt to you but now you have a motorcycle that you know adapts to you right off the bat you're spending the money so now it doesn't have a price point yet it's giving me the press package on all the you know you know the safer smarter motorcycling thing and their mission and all that good stuff and then apply for the test ride but everything else is kind of on the dl so the more i find out the more i'll let you guys know just from the picture i'm looking at you know it's got brimbos it's got it looks like olin's uh suspension but i'm not 100 percent sure they really didn't specify but i think that's because they're waiting for ces to drop everything now I'm going to try to sneak my way into CES. I'm not sure how, if I'm going to be able to. I'll be 100%. I've always wanted to go to CES. So I'm going to try to get there because if not, my backup is uh, my backup to CES is definitely going to be the pizza uh, the pizza convention because they have the world's largest pizza, com- pizza convention here every year. And I'm a Husky boy, so I definitely love that. But if I can get in there and... You know, or if I get any kind of information or emails back from these guys, I'm going to let you know. But if you look it up on YouTube, you just type in Damon Electric Motorcycle and it'll pop up. Now, like I said, this model is supposed to be the Halo and it looks pretty sick. It, it looks, I mean, it almost looks like a different form of a Ducati. I'll be honest with you, but different. It doesn't have like the, the same exact swag of a Ducati. But it, it looks like it has some blood to it, some life. And that's the thing. That's always been my beef with Beamer. Because Beamer, like, they make very impressive machines. But it seems like their machines don't have much soul to it. You know, they, it doesn't have a lot of soul, a lot of feel to it. Whereas this, it's like, holy shit, the thing's a living organism. It moves and adjusts and it keeps you safe. Yeah, it's got some fucking soul. I'd even nickname mine. So, that's all I got to cover in this segment, guys. Okay. Uh, I'm going to come back. I'm going to have uh, some little tips. I'll talk about how I broke something because I am I got brute gorilla man strength and I broke my cell phone. It was a cheap Chinese one, but I'll talk a little bit more on that when I come back. Thanks for listening, guys. I hope you're excited about this Damon motorcycle like me. Hey, look, guys, hit me up. Tell me what you think. Do you think this technology, okay, do you think this is good shit? You know, I want to hear from you guys. I want to hear about from the old ABS haters. I want to hear from all you guys. Hit me up on the DM, Moto Dad Tito. We'll get Instagram, Facebook. All right, I'll be back with me talking about how I break stuff. Thanks. Hey, guys, Tito back here. So now we're going to get back to business. Now I'm done dreamboating and drooling over the Damon Halo. The new new electric motorcycle. I know you guys are like, why don't you just lick a nine volt battery and get it over with? But uh, I just I just get excited over the future and the potential of our industry, guys. Sorry, that part ain't never gonna change. If you don't like it, change the channel. But that being said, um, 
one of the things that I appreciate about living in Las Vegas is the fact that, and I'm just saying, not, not that every community doesn't do this, but we have a like a bigger sense of community here just because of how small a town is outside of the strip and all that shit. And, you know, one of the things that I really drew me to being in the family club, the Marine Riders that I was part of was the fact that their big charity was Toys for Tots. Now, thankfully for me and my upcoming, I never had to, my parents never had to go to a charity that I know of at least to get, uh, to get toys for us. They, I mean, granted, we didn't have everything, but they made sure we had something that, you know, we knew what this time of year was about. And I always appreciated that my dad tried to teach us that lesson. And my dad, he used to be a minister in uh, a Southern Baptist church, the head of Hispanic ministry. We're the only Hispanic people in the church. I always thought that was funny, <laughs> but still. Uh, and he always tried to adopt a family every year or a couple families to make sure their basic essentials are taken care of so they can focus on Christmas. And sometimes, you know, those Christmas stuff involved with it. Um, and it's something that always stuck with me because all the talk about stuff nowadays, I like to say, I'm not going to get into politics. That's not what I'm here for. It's just about being a good human being. And that was one of the things I always loved about the Marines because Toys for Tots. And whereas I'm not directly affiliated with the Toys for Tots like I used to be, this is the first Christmas we had where my kid's now old enough. She's three and a half. She's soon to be four in a couple months where it's like I can start teaching her those lessons. I try to teach my kid, you know, thank you, you know, welcome, stuff like that. And this is one of those lessons I wanted to teach my kid. So this year we donated to the KLUC or KLCU uh, local radio station here in town. They do a, to a huge toy drive and uh, bike drive. And they just collect gift cards, bikes, everything they can. And this guy goes hard in the paint. He goes on a like on a platform, and he's up there for like a week and a half living. And it's like you know he's got like a thermal tent and, a, and like the big you know the big Mac Daddy porta potty up there on this platform, and he stays up there until the toy drive's done. So here it is. The funny part is it's right across the street from where I used to work, and. Even though it was there across the street, we saw it every day. It was like, I got so caught up in the bullshit of the work of like pretty much working at a used car dealership type atmosphere to where it was like, I forgot what this season was about. I didn't enjoy it. And that's one of the things is since I've transitioned, it's like, how do you put a price on being able to teach your kid some of these values? Like they're in the power sports industry as far as riding and, you know, just the camaraderie of it and the charitableness of it. You know, I was making all that money, but it was miserable and I didn't get a chance to teach my kid any of this stuff. And that's what I made up for this year. So we went out and bought a couple bikes, bought a couple toys. And I'm not saying that to, you know, for a pat on the back, but it's like how we teach our kids has a big impact. And I say all that to get to this. You know, I, I saw like the Diesel Brothers, right? Here it is. I'll be honest with you guys. I don't know a lot about diesel vehicles, the Diesel Brothers and all that stuff. I just like the way they do business and they teamed up with Polaris. They partnered up for uh, we ride United. And what they're doing is they're honoring military and first responders. So military police and firefighter. And I say, I'm sorry, I'm always going to say police like that. Police, the police behind. Um, and they're doing these crazy builds and you can go online and you can vote for which one's the best. And what Polaris is going to do is, Polaris is going to give like $25,000 to the number one place, $15,000 to the charities 
uh, for the number two, for whichever people, you know, they pick which razor is the best one. And then they're going to give away, when you go on to vote, you're entered for a drawing for, you know, a Ranger Crew XP-1000, Razor Pro XP Ultimate, and a General XP-4-1000 Deluxe. I'll be fucking 100% honest with y'all guys. I don't know the difference between them. I know side-by-sides, some got four doors, some, and I'm trying to learn. I got some friends with side-by-sides. It's just, as soon as I find out how much money people spend on side-by-sides, I'm like, no, that's not my game. See you later. (laughs) But... I digress. Polaris, they've always been, you know, out there doing stuff in the community. Not saying any other manufacturer isn't, but this is one that sticks out to me just because I'm a fan of the Deals Brothers. I like the way they do their business and just the way they carry themselves. I, I think they carry themselves from integrity. And look, I could be wrong. They could be the biggest dickheads on the planet, and I not know it. But at least for the stuff that I've seen, I like the guys. So good on the Diesel Brothers, good on Polaris. And not only that, I want to give a special shout out to all the clubs and, you know, all the whether it's an RCMC here in the Las Vegas community, I would tell you what, this time of year, you know, the motorcycle community shows up. And not just MCs and RCs. There's some people out there that put on toy drives and such that don't get the credit they should. I'm going to tell you right now, just look in your local community. See who's out there doing the good and go give them a helping hand. You never know. Even if it's just, hey, man, look, I don't have money to donate toys, but I got time. You know, that speaks volumes. You have no clue how much just given some of your time that you may think that may not be worth anything. But time is priceless. You give some of your time, you know, you never know what kind of impact that's going to have on on the effort that, you you know, for the charity, for those people. You never know. So this is a time of year. I usually try to I I try to think about that stuff and be grateful for what I got. So I'm always going to try to pass it on because and pay it for because, you know, there was times where we didn't have a lot. And I'm sure there's a lot of people out there like that. But I think we get caught up in such the hustle and bustle of who's right and who's wrong. And sometimes you just got to do the right thing. You know, it's one of the things I loved about being a Marine, especially towards the tides. That was one of the best things for me. You know, there's times Marines, we bitch about a lot of stuff, but I never bitched about getting, you know, volunteering, dress up in my blues and go to towards the tides, try to get people to give for kids. It's that time of year. So, and also one of the biggest points about, you know, any of the charities, guys, if you're going to give also, don't forget, it's not just the little kids. There's some like, you know, the 12, 13, 14 year olds, some teenagers. And that's one of the things that working in Toys for Tots and other charities that we found was a lot of times the people remember the little kids. But look, just because they're, they're teenagers, they annoy you and all that and all that shit doesn't mean that they don't need anything too. you know, those kids need something under their tree, even if it's just a gift card or something. So if you're in the Las Vegas area, go over to MV Energy headquarters. It's on Sahara and Jones. Uh, the KLCU or KLUC, I can't remember off the top of my head right now. I apologize. They're doing the toy drive. You can Google it, head over there, and also just look around. I know there's a bunch of toy drives going on this weekend in the community on the MC side of the house. So if you see some, look, man, we waste money on some of the dumbest shit. What's five bucks? What's 10 bucks? You're going to bring a kid some happiness. So get out there and do that. I'm going to get off my soapbox right now, okay? And we're going to move on to a couple of the other items. So that being said, Twisted Road, okay? Now, somebody in Twisted Road, basically one of their one of their customers, their clients, has bought two live wire bikes in LA and is renting them joints out. Now, they're renting out for $199 a day with unlimited miles. But if you're looking at test ride or to try to rent the live wire, I don't know if I've checked. I don't think Eagle Rider has any in the fleet yet. But because, I mean, they're still on back order for the retail customers that wanted these things. So... I don't see them getting one anytime soon. So if you're in the LA area and want to try it, look it up on Twisted Road. 
Apparently, like I said, they got they got a guy that's already got one on there. All right. Then the next, we're going to talk about cell phone mounts. Okay. Now, I, I'll throw cell phone mounts in there along with religion, politics, and motor oil and tires. Everybody's got an opinion about one, and I usually don't try to mix it up. But I'll tell you this much. Going cheap sometimes does not pay. All right, and this is one of those ones where it did not pay for me because I'm a fucking brute. I got gorilla hand strength. So I'd be like, ooh, and I just torque shit down. And man, <laughs> I break shit. Uh, not on like fasteners and stuff, but like when it comes to accessories, I, I seem to be a little bit more careless uh, than I am when I wrench. When I wrench, it's different. I'm like on point, methodical. But when it comes to like accessories, I just be like, ooh, ooh, and just break the fuck out of shit. So, Basically, what happened was I bought one off a of Wish, a cheap Chinese one, and I used it one time before, and then I tried to use it again, and I fucking broke it. I was trying to put it on because one of my renters that's coming through to pick up the bike tonight was asking me if I have one available, and I was like, yeah, you know, I do. Let me see. So I was going to, you know, check tire pressures, make sure the bike's good, all that good pre-flight shit that we talked about. See, you guys, pre-flight yo shit. Um... And here it is. I ended up breaking it, trying to mount the thing. So I go up to my old job. And of course, these motherfuckers ain't got shit. Ain't, ain't got shit. So I went over there because uh, there was this one company called Mob Armor. And I'll get a little bit more into detail. About then I go to Cycle Gear because, of course, they don't have it. And I wouldn't usually, guys, order one off of Amazon. You know me. I'm a huge Amazon guy. But I need it today, not mañana. So henceforth. I went to Cycle Gear and they had the one I was looking for. And it was kind of, I'm going to tell you guys right now, look guys, if you're in the parts side or accessory side, know where the fuck your stuff is. This guy was kind of lost. He was kind of like, uh, uh, you know, like, uh, I don't know. Like, oh, it's right over here. Like, oh, and he didn't even know they had mob armor. I was like, oh, mob armor's right there because I asked for it by name. So do yourself a favor, guys. If you work in any of these stores, get educated on your product and make sure you know where it is. All right. I'll get off my soapbox on that one. Now, another thing is with Mob Armor. These things were, they carry these things over at the last dealership group I worked at. Uh, I think I mentioned that already. And I wasn't a huge fan because at the time I had an iPhone like 8 Plus, big mamma jamma, and it wouldn't even fit in there. And I was like, all oh, these things are garbage, this, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. I was talking about shit. Now, I know to admit when I'm wrong. And this is one of those moments where Tito will take the foot out of his mouth, out my mouth. And I would tell you I was wrong because I did a little bit more research since I've been out because I'm looking for good product to back. And out of all the product, this is one that's actually made in the U.S. It's made in, you know, great communist state of California. But still, it is made in the U.S. I know some of you guys want California to fall off. Not me. I'm okay with it for now. But it's made in the USA and California is still part of the USA. So, which is more than I can be said for a lot of the stuff. I got a Karyakin one, uh, Connect, or what is it? I can't remember what the name of it is. And it came with, like, I had to piece it together, all these elaborate pieces. Let me tell you what, the Mob Armor one was super simple. It comes with a metal plate. Clean the area. You stick it to it. Of course, because it was a little bit cooler than what it recommends. It was like 50 degrees for it to hear properly, 50 degrees ambient temperature. I, I hit the heat gun with it a little bit, pressed down, heat gun, pressed down, heat, heat gun, pressed down. I completed that cycle a couple times, a few times. And, uh, and I went to go fill up the bike and I used it and it looked, it works like magic. The best part is it came with an extra plate. So now I can also use the same said cell phone mount in my truck. 
So you guys know me, I'm cheap, but I always love things I can get multi-purpose out of. And this Mob Armor cell phone holder is one of them. So for one, I'm gonna say, especially to Tiffany, she was my parts manager when I first came on and I gave her a little bit of shit behind these. Tiffany, I am fucking wrong. I was wrong, 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 wrong about the mob armors. They're pretty decent. Now, will they work for every bike the same? Probably not, but for what I need it for, it works really great. And the fact that I can use it in my truck as well makes it even better. So, you know, Tiffany, thank you for carrying these because I, quite frankly, probably would never, never, never have been introduced to the mob armor cell phone holder had you not had them in the shop. So, and I apologize for giving shit. And my barber, if you're listening, I am glad to admit that I'm wrong. And if you want to send me something to test it out so you can, I can be proven even more wrong, or yeah, if I said that right, okay. If you want to just grind me into dust and be like, Tito, you're completely wrong. I'll admit that I'm wrong even more. So I don't care. Send, send me your worst or your best. And I'll try to admit to it. So um, look, guys, there's tons of cell phone holders out there. There's tons of different kinds. I've never been a huge fan of the Ram mount ones. I know some people that have, and it works great for them. And if it works for you, it works for you. And it comes down to this. Everybody's going to have an opinion. Everybody's going to have a different price point. So you got to go with works best for you, okay? And what functions properly for you. And don't back down. Like, read the reviews of the product and stuff. Because, I mean, quite frankly, I'll be honest with you, Cycle Gear, special shout out, because you, I'm overpaying. I overpaid getting it from you guys. Had I paid, got it on Amazon, not only would I got the points, the 5% cash back, but I would have got a, I also would have got it for 4 to $5 cheaper. But necessity is the mother of adventure. I needed to have this today. So guess what? I got it today. But keep that in mind. If you're looking for somebody that, and dude, these guys have stuff for everything. They got fucking tablet mounts. And they got stuff that works for cars, side-by-sides, trucks, whatever. They got a whole slew of stuff. So go check out their Instagram. Go check out their website. See if it's something that you can use. All right. See if it's something you can use. Look, guys, that's really all I wanted to cover in this podcast episode. I wanted to talk about the Damon motorcycle. It was really exciting. Also, I kind of wanted to talk about, you know, the Christmas stuff and the charitable stuff. Because guess what? It is not too late. If you're thinking that, oh, I'll just wait until next year. Don't wait until next year. Go ahead and do it now. You know, I'll be honest with you. I was leaving and I saw somebody pulling four bikes out of the their back of their truck. I was like, damn, dude, I'm going to do four bikes this year. I don't know. I may not wait until next year. I may do it this year. Man, granted, do what's in your budget. But one of the things I thoroughly love about the power sports industry and the motorcycle industry period in the community is the fact that when it's time to step up, everybody steps the fuck up. So step up, guys step up look that's all i got for this episode i hope everybody has a good weekend um please 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 if you got any kind of feedback do not hesitate to slide up in my dms you can find me at facebook and instagram moto dad tito all right i'm usually checking it regularly so shoot me a message if you got anything uh if i don't record another episode before i talk to you guys may the force be with you because the last episode's coming out in a few days yeah i'm gonna go nerd out with my buddy tony i think we're gonna go try to see the midnight release uh we'll see i don't know maybe it might suck i don't know I'm not gonna get into that too much here but uh have a merry christmas a happy holidays uh happy Kwanzaa, happy hanukkah whatever you celebrate look just remember to enjoy the time with your family enjoy the enjoy the ride you may take on that holiday whatever holiday it is um, I'm pretty sure I'm going to drop another one before Christmas hits, but I wanted to just in case because my schedule has been a little busy. So, 
Um, as always, everybody that listens from Finland to Denmark to Senegal, wherever you're at, I appreciate the support constantly. I know I've been slacking a little bit with the energy lately, so I'm going to continue to try to step that up. And guys, please, if you feel a certain way about an episode, don't hesitate. Reach out to me. I love criticism. Criticism and failure helps you grow. Embrace the suck. Oh, and one more thing. One more thing. One more thing. I don't usually do this, but I'm going to do this this time. I've been reading a book. I'm probably going to finish it here right now. And when I'm done recording this and get this posted, but it's by Admiral William H. McRaven. Okay. It's called make your bed. I highly suggest you read. it. Okay. Even if you're not military, I highly suggest you read it. It has a way of bringing a lot of things in perspective. And one of the things they say is if you want to change the world, start off by making your bed. I'll let that stick with you with that. Look, like I said, as always, everyone, I appreciate all the love and support you give me and all the listens. It means a lot. Uh, you know what? Hit me up on uh, on my social medias. Hit me up on my phone if you got my, uh, my cell phone. If you don't, I'll see you when I see you. Peace, everybody. Much love and respect.